Welcome to episode 22 of the Ditching Imposter Syndrome podcast. And today we're looking at three reasons why positive thinking sucks and what you could be doing instead. This one is for you. If you've ever tried positive thinking or affirmations and they secretly made you feel worse and you want to know what on earth was going on, what you're going to do to fix it, and I'm going to let you in on a secret why it wasn't your fault. The Ditching Imposter Syndrome podcast is brought to you with love from Claire Yosa. It is bite-sized inspiration for becoming the real you. Practical, science-based, research-backed with a generous dollop of humor and what we call woo power, engineer approved, of course, if you already know Claire. This is to help you to lead with courage, confidence and passion, having the impact your ideas and dreams deserve with less effort and definitely without the fear. As a brilliant first step, if you're new to the podcast, make sure you have hit subscribe so you catch every episode and take Claire's free research-backed quiz-style assessment to get your imposter syndrome score and a personalized action plan as her gift so you can start turning things around today. Go to ditchingimpostorsyndrome.com forward slash quiz and in the next three minutes you'll get your score, your action plan and be ready to start waving goodbye to imposter syndrome once and for all. So I remember about 15 years ago when the book The Secret and the film The Secret came out, everybody was getting the vibe that our thoughts create our reality. But nobody was out there explaining how we could shift our thoughts. How could we change them? So what I saw people doing over and over again was trying to plaster these positive thoughts on two foundations that were supporting negative self-talk. This was creating inner conflict. This was meaning that people were beating themselves up when they weren't manifesting their dreams as the book and the film had promised because there was a missing ingredient. Positive thinking sucks when you haven't created the foundations for it to succeed. So in this episode, we're going to talk about what positive thinking is and what it shouldn't be, why it sucks, three specific reasons that I have seen over and over again in the last 20 years of teaching this stuff. I'm going to give you a fourth bonus reason. I'm going to let you know why positive thinking is not enough, no matter how good you get at it and what you can be doing instead. Some practical suggestions to turn this around. So what is positive thinking? It is having a genuine in a cheerleader that naturally looks for the silver lining rather than using it as a way of escaping the tough stuff that might be going on around you and whitewashing and pretending. So having a positive mental attitude doesn't mean you never think thoughts that make you feel bad. It just means you don't get stuck in them and that your inner radio station is naturally tuned to play you the happy songs. So I want to talk about three main reasons why positive thinking sucks and why it is not your fault if it's not worked for you, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't be doing it, okay? So number one, we're just pretending. Yes, fake it till you make it can work, but what happens when we're pretending to think positive thoughts, but we're not really lined up with them, is your inner dialogue will use something called the backfire effect that means you will dig your heels in and defend your right to believe the negative thoughts. You're creating a flip-flop, an inner conflict, like a pantomime. It's like, oh, yes, I can. Oh, no, I can't. Oh, yes, I can. Oh, no, I can't. This floods the body with stress hormones. That triggers more negative thinking. So 
pretending everything is okay, whitewashing our lives, that spiritual bypass, pretending that the brown stuff isn't hitting the fan, does not form the basis for healthy, positive thinking. Instead, it's about having an open and accepting attitude towards the challenge and being open to making something good of it. It's about being able to set yourself free from the what-ifing and the catastrophizing and the 3am worrying so you can be grounded and have a rational response. It's that inner pendulum that we've talked about when we talk about my natural resilience method, meaning that we don't get knocked for six as easily. Another reason why positive thinking sucks we end up going to war with our inner critic. Carl Jung famously said that what we resist persists, so rejecting or pushing negative thoughts away actually gives them our focus, our attention, and our power. They are going to ramp themselves up to say, no, actually, I'm right, you're wrong. (laughs) And we end up having this dialogue, judging ourselves, beating ourselves up for having had those negative thoughts and for plastering a few positive thoughts over the top and wondering why it doesn't turn things around. Instead, in the processes I teach in my Inner Critic Bootcamp program, we look at how can you press pause on those thoughts so that you can choose to feed one that feels better for you. You have to go through neutral. And this brings me on to problem number three with positive thinking. We treat it as a mindset thing. Yeah. Oh, it's, you know, it's my, my emotional quotient or whatever the latest thing is that we're meant to be calling this stuff is I've got a positive mental attitude. This is all great. But your thoughts don't just happen in your body. Your body feels every thought you think. So you think a negative thought, it fires off those stress-related biochemical reactions. The body gets addicted to that adrenaline and cortisol. If we're exhausted and careering towards burnout because maybe, hey, there's been a two-year pandemic, then the body will actually create a need for adrenaline and cortisol to trigger negative thoughts, to give it that hit if we try and stop them. So The body is primed for negative thinking, if that's the pattern that you've run for years. It is used to the biochemical reactions that come from your habitual thoughts. So when you just try and plaster some positive thoughts over the top, but the body is primed to think the negative thoughts, you create a conflict between the mind and the body. So any work we do on turning that inner dialogue into a genuine cheerleader needs to include the body as well as the neuropathways. This is not just a neuroscience thing. It's not just a mindset thing. If you want something like a positive affirmation to really work for you, you need to get the body into neutral first. You need to reset the stress response so that it's open to receiving the biochemical reactions from the happy thoughts. That's what we do in the Inner Critic Bootcamp is teaching you how to do this. If you're stuck there in full-blown inner drama queen, inner drama king, and try and throw in an affirmation, what's it going to do? We all know what it does. (laughs) It tells us that we're wrong and we end up believing it. We're in this cascade of biochemical reactions that we experience as emotions. I'm going to give you a fourth one here, a bonus, okay, is expecting instant results. The number of people that I've taught the methods that I use to help you turn your inner critic into a genuine cheerleader who have sat there on day one going, but I thought a negative thought this morning. Yeah, it takes practice. We've spent decades training the neural pathways and filters in the brain to look for threats and to criticize and to judge and to beat ourselves up. 
Although strategies can really help you to turn this around quickly, it takes practice. You wouldn't show up for a jog one Sunday morning and suddenly apply to run the London Marathon. Yeah, we know it takes practice. After those decades training the mind to think the thoughts it currently thinks, it might take more than one or two positive thoughts, like going for one jog, to turn it around. Little and often, four or five times a day, only takes a minute at a time. It takes commitment. And then within a week, two weeks, you're really feeling the results. Now, I'm a massive fan of positive thinking, okay? It is the absolute core of everything I teach, but it needs to come with positive feeling. Our thoughts are the surface level symptom of the hidden beliefs, fears, values, identity level stuff and blocks that is running the show. If all we do is at that mindset level trying to change our thoughts without changing that below the surface stuff, then we're just going to create new new thoughts to support the below the surface ick. Yeah, just like weeds coming up through cracks in a pavement. So we need to deal with the stuff that was driving the thoughts, which is so much easier than most of us think. You don't have to get into five years of really painful therapy. And we need to rewire the brain and the body. Just rewiring the brain is not enough. So anything working just at the surface level is a sticky plaster, a band-aid. We need to clear the stuff that was driving the negative self-talk. One of the reasons why positive affirmations work is the way they make us feel. So a lot of positive affirmations are too general. They're too esoteric. You know, I'm a wonderful creative being. Well, how's my unconscious mind meant to process that as an instruction? So one of the things I teach in Ditching Imposter Syndrome, it's on page 210, if you've got the book, is how to make positive affirmations actually work for you. There are some keys that you can use. If you've got the ebook version, search for how to get positive affirmations to work. When we get really specific with affirmations and they're lined up with clearing out those hidden blocks below the surface and we allow our body to feel them, they can create transformation. But when they're nebulous and esoteric and too general and given to us by somebody else and we're trying to plaster them on top of the neural pathways and the body addictions that mean we wanted the negative self-talk, they're not going to have as much power. And then we end up beating ourselves up going, gosh, I can't even make affirmations work. (laughs) And I just want to briefly interrupt this episode to let you know, if you're finding this useful, make sure you're inside the Imposter Syndrome Hacks app. The March 2024 topic we're doing as our monthly hack is escaping the stress cycle. It's all about how to feel like you've got a magic wand to press pause on stress and negative self-talk in under 60 seconds. And the April 2024 monthly hack theme is what I call my 60 second courage creator. How to get past the flinch factor without risking burnout or pushing on through the fear. To get these, if you're already a Courage Club member, just pop into your Imposter Syndrome Hacks app, click on the Courses tab, and you will see the monthly hacks training. If you're new to that app, then go to impostersyndromehacks.com and you can get a 30-day free trial and a special reduced rate as a founder member. Just go to impostersyndromehacks.com, register, and you can be starting with this month's hack for imposter syndrome, preventing burnout, shrinking your stress levels, and cranking up your confidence in the next five minutes. 
And when it comes to positive thinking, the one thing I encourage you to avoid is toxic positivity. I've actually seen a huge amount of it recently. I'm recording this episode on week three of the crisis in Ukraine. And I've seen so many people on social media who've been reaching out for help. They're struggling with their mental health. We have a crisis coming in mental health in the UK. They've been asking for help. They've been brave souls with other people then kind of batting them down saying, hey, well, at least you're not living in a war zone. Come on, let's raise positive vibes. Look how good we've got it. This toxic positivity, denying, asking people to deny how they're feeling, shouting them down when they're putting out requests for help, making them feel somehow wrong, bad for putting their hand up and saying, I'm not feeling great, is really not appropriate. And we do it to ourselves as well. That whitewashing, the spiritual bypass, pretending everything is okay, rather than having the courage, either on our own or with support, to really look at what was driving the emotions and the thoughts that were causing us pain and clear that out, to let it go, to release it, to resolve it, to allow it to come to completion so we're free from it. Toxic positivity doesn't help. So if you found yourself on the receiving end of it, either from others or from yourself, please let it go. And a final aspect today of positive thinking that I encourage you just to just to think about, okay, <laughs> might not be serving you. It's the phrase that there's no such thing as can't. Okay, so I actually add a clause onto the end of this. There's no such thing as can't, but that doesn't mean you can. I'm five foot two, so I think that's 158 centimetres in new money. And I cannot win the Olympic gold high jumping. Okay, <laughs> I just can't do it. It's just not going to happen. Now, Classic positivity would tell me, oh yes, I can, I can, I just need to want it enough, I just need to try harder enough. No, there might be no such thing as can't, but realistically that's not going to happen. One, my build. Two, I don't actually want to. Yeah? So one of the things that happens with toxic positivity and with positive thinking is we tell ourselves we can do things that actually we can't. We might not have the skill set yet. We might not have the knowledge. We might not have the experience. We might only be doing it because somebody else has told us it would be a great idea. Hey, Claire, that medal would look great on the mantelpiece. And that's actually going to be the topic for next week's podcast. So I'm going to leave that one there. And in summary on everything that I've said today, if we're using positivity to pretend that everything is great when secretly we're hurting inside, then we're faking it. And that makes negative self-talk and imposter syndrome worse. So my resources for you today, if you feel called to deep dive on this, is the whole of Ditching Imposter Syndrome. <laughs> it's the kind of the whole point of the book. Or if you want to work with me on this, my Inner Critic Bootcamp program, which you can find out more about at clayosa.com forward slash Inner Critic Bootcamp. And what can you do right here, right now? Learn to press pause on those thoughts. There are so many strategies I can teach you for this, but right here, right now, learn to press pause. If negative thinking is coming up, instead of trying to pretend and just plaster some positive thoughts over the top, allow your body to go back into neutral. Like changing gear in a car here in the UK where we've got gear sticks, stick shifts, you have to go through neutral to be able to change gear. You certainly have to go through neutral to be able to go from reverse to driving forwards. 
getting the body and the mind to go through neutral allows you to start choosing which thoughts to feed. Press pause on the mind story fear and the mind story drama. And the more you do that, the more you're rewiring the neural pathways, you're reprogramming the body, you're, re- you're shifting your emotional set point. And then positive thinking becomes your natural, aligned, happy way of being. Simplest way to press pause is some belly breathing. Yeah, some sighing breaths. You hear the negative thought in your head or you see it or you feel it. Oh, just get grounded. Allow the body 60 seconds of gentle, mindful breathing. There are all sorts of techniques we can use on this. Whatever works for you. And then choose to feed a thought that makes you feel better. And it is the fastest and simplest way to make positive thinking truly work for you. I hope you have loved today's episode of the Ditching Imposter Syndrome podcast. If you are serious about setting yourself free from the fear of feeling like a fraud and being found out once and for all, I would love to share the Ditching Imposter Syndrome transformation toolkit with you. It's based on the audiobook, but with so much more, and it helps you to make that vital difference between information and implementation, fast-tracking your breakthroughs so you get low-effort, high-impact change. Find out more and get started today at ditchingimpostorsyndrome.com forward slash toolkit.